Is it a bad time to get into the real estate investing game? We are either in or we are going into this recession. The rates have gone up and we keep hearing about this housing bubble that is going to burst at any point and all these houses are going to, you know, their prices are going to come crashing down and everyone's going to lose their freaking homes. And you're thinking, man, I've missed the money train. Like it is way too risky to get into the game now. Well, I am here to tell you that it is not. You have not missed your opportunity to get into the real estate investing game. As a real estate investor myself, I bought in 2021 when the rates were cheap. And I also bought in 2022 when the interest rates were skyrocketing. And yet I am still planning to purchase another one this year, regardless of the market conditions. So real estate investing is a great way to start getting that extra income. It's another multiple source of income where it could help you build financial stability and put you on the road to financial freedom. And that, this is where you start building that generational wealth. And it can be scary. It was scary to me at first. And I was kind of like overwhelmed with everything. But once I started getting into it, and even with everything that was going on last year with the high interest rates and everything, that was a little scary even for you know someone experienced like me. But I still went for it and I was still able to make some good income from that property. So regardless of the housing market, what that's going through, you could still find deals and still be successful in investing as long as you know the pros and cons of each type of market and how you can use that to your advantage. So let's talk about it. You know, there's different types of markets where it's hot, where it's mostly a seller's market. And then you got like the cool side where it's mostly a buyer's market. And we saw that both in 2021 and 2022. So in 2021, the interest rates were like low and so that made you know obtaining these mortgage loans more accessible to people and so we had an influx of buyers and even investors because borrowing money was so freaking cheap and so what this did it ended up driving the housing prices up and it made it harder to find deals and like you had to be quick and it and it was tough to find a deal, but I was still able to do one in 2021. Now in 2022, the interest rates started going up, buyers started to pull back, which made it less competition. And you started, you know, seeing more of a buyer's market where sellers were more willing to like come down on the price, there's less competition, and then you could still find good deals in this market as well. Okay, so what about this bubble that we keep hearing about and we hear it all over the news that, you know, we pushed house prices so high up that everything's going to come crashing down. Now, it all sounds scary and like it can seem very intimidating because, you know, you're probably scared to purchase a property because then the value might go down and then you're scared that you're going to lose that house. But the reality is that it's not necessarily a kind of like crash. It's more of a correction because we push these houses way out of like a lot of ranges for, you know, a lot of price ranges for these uh, buyers. And so now it's coming back down, becoming more balanced instead of like 
to where sellers were just having the ball in their court. Now it's balanced to where there's more negotiation going on, which is causing these prices to come back down. And as far as the interest rates, if you pull up Freddie Mac's uh, primary mortgage market survey, you can see that we are still actually historically low based on, you know, the average from 1972. I think the highest one was at 1982 when mortgages were at 15% and then uh, interest rates have gone down since then and then we ended up with 6.3 was the highest um, as of 2022. Now as far as the interest rates it's kind of also balancing out as well because we in 2021 we had some freaking awesome interest rates and now yeah it has gone up to like 6.3 back you know last year. So regardless of the market like the key really to success is to create a strategy for your, you know, the type of real estate investing that you're trying to do, whether it's flipping or just using the, the Burr method, or you are just, you know, buying rental properties like I do. I purchase rental properties in low income neighborhoods. And just as long as you understand your own strategy and create uh, a plan of how you want to invest throughout the years, then you will still make money and come out on top. For example, one of the strategies is to create cash flow. And that is what I am doing right now. I am building, I'm investing in rental properties so I can build my portfolio and I can create cash flow every month. And so that way it eventually replaces my actual salary that I have from my regular job. And with cash flow, you are looking for a positive cash flow. And cash flow just is that money that when you invest in a rental property, the rent is high enough to cover the mortgage and the expenses of that property, like repairs and upgrades. And then anything left after that, that is your cash flow. And here's the thing, you can create this positive cash flow and make some serious money regardless of the market. And I can tell you from experience because I purchased in 2021 and I purchased in 2022 and the in, my interest rates were different and the sale, the home purchase price was uh, different as well. And yet my mortgage was only like $100 difference. So in 2021, it was a seller's market because the interest rates were so low, I got a freaking interest rate for 3.75 and I was able to still find a great deal and I ended up buying a duplex. It was my first multi-unit property and I bought it for $113,000. Now with taxes and the insurance and all that, um, I ended up having a mortgage for 587. Now, if you want to know more about this property, I did make a video that I'll link down below and it will give you a breakdown of how my property did in 2022 and how much cash flow it actually brought me. So even though there was more competition because everything was so cheap to borrow money, um, I still found a good deal. Now it was a little bit harder to negotiate, like especially like repairs and stuff, but I still found a good duplex that had that was well taken care of because it was an own uh, an owner that just rented it out to family members and 
they took well uh, well care of the home. And so I barely had any repairs. I still got a good deal. I, I was able to bring down the price a little bit. And I ended up going into it with equity. Now compare that to my 20, uh, 2022 duplex. Um, I purchased that home with a 5.99 interest rate. And so that was higher. And I'm not going to lie. I was kind of a little bit nervous. Um, but when I, you know, crunched the numbers, I noticed that it would just, it wouldn't be much of a difference as long as I was able to negotiate some prices down. And I was because it was more of a buyer's market now because investors were not willing to take that higher interest rate. And that was to my advantage because I had less competition. Sellers were, you know, the properties were, you know, on the market for longer periods of time. So they were more eager to negotiate and especially get some of these repairs fixed. And so that duplex I purchased for 105. I brought it down from, I think they wanted like 125K originally. And I was able to knock them down to 105 with some, you know, cash for repairs. And like I said, that one was 5.99%. And yet my mortgage was only $670. So only about $100 difference from uh, the mortgage of my 2021 property. And once again, I still bought the property lower than the appraised value. So again, went into it with equity already built into the home. And both properties rented out for $895 per side. So I ended up getting good cash flow for both properties regardless of the market conditions. Most of us, we are focused on the long-term gains. So we're not too you know, worried about the current market uh, conditions as long as we could find a good deal. And we see towards the future in a few years, five to 10 years, or we may just be, you know, keeping properties for longer than that. Like all my rental properties, I plan to just like keep them and so I could build generational wealth and pass it along to the future generation. Or just pull some equity out and then purchase another property and then build their portfolio that way. And that's how I ended up getting my start into real estate was in 2014, I purchased my first home. And I was actually pretty uh, smart about it. Um, you know, I even though I wasn't like intentionally buying for real estate investing, I just knew that if I found a home that needed a little bit like some love, then, you know, it would appreciate. And so when I had to leave, then I could sell that home and for a higher value and still, you know, make money that way. And so I bought my first home and I ended up actually house hacking it, which means that I rented out a room. So that way my mortgage is lower. So I purchased that home for $143,000. And by the time I sold that home in 2021, I sold it for $225,000. Like, and I actually ended up doing a cash out refinance on that home where I pulled some of the equity out. And I actually used that money to purchase my first property. And then I ended up switching my strategy on doing more of investing in low-income neighborhoods for duplexes. And so I ended up just selling that home for the 225. I still had equity left in it. And that money, I ended up using it to purchase my second one. 
Now, for the most part, for most real estate investors, unless, like I said, you're flipping a home or you are kind of doing land flipping or wholesaling, um, for the most part, you are looking for the long-term gains and you know you're planning to keep this property for quite some time so even if the home prices do end up like crashing or whatever as long as you are keeping the home you don't sell the home you are going to be okay because it's going to come back up it's kind of like the same mentality with stocks is when this stock market was you know taking a dive everybody freaked out and they started selling their stocks and that's when you actually lost your money now if you just kept the stock and just rode out that you know wave you would end up coming back up and recouping that money and then you would be fine and in the same way that is the same mentality with you know owning you know these rental properties like i like I said, I'm going to keep these properties for a while and, you know, pass them on to my kids and start building that generational wealth that we, you know, uh, in the Latinx community are, you know, struggling to build and to close on this wealth gap. So yes, investing can be risky, but if you do your research, learn how to use the pros and cons of each type of market then you can reduce that risk significantly and make an educated investment and actually come out on top. So regardless of the market, just jump in, start investing, learn about it first, of course, uh, you know, do your research, figure out the plan, what type of real estate investing you want to get into. So if real estate investing is something that you are interested and in, you want to get started, I do have a wait list link down below in the description for my coaching that I plan to launch soon and of uh, to be notified of courses that I also plan on launching soon and don't forget to follow my social medias like my TikTok and my Instagram for more information on real estate investing and other personal finance topics but otherwise I will see you next time hasta luego